0: For the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio with your hosts, Sean Cowig and Kristen Sanchez. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's time to take a smoke break because you're listening to Adobe Radio and taking over the airwaves right now is The Way Highway, a cannabis comedy show. So it's true. It's time for a smoke break. Sit back, relax, spark it up. Pull the thing on the side of the recliner that shoots the thing out that puts your feet up in the air and uh, the literal reclining part of the recliner and take a load off. I'm Sean Cowing and with me as always is the one and only Karistan Sanchez. Hello.
1: Hello. Um, I don't know what it's called, but I'm going to call it the recline bar.
0: Recline bar.
1: <laughs> I like it. I'm going that, with it. That's that called. is what we're calling it from now on. Wow, all the world. Um, <laughs> 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 but as always, if you would like to follow us on social media, you could always follow Sean Cowig at Sean Cowig, and you could follow me, Kristen Sanchez at Siren Sixteen X. Mm-hmm. You could also follow the Way Highway at the Way Highway. Or send us an email at weighhighway at adobe.com. and we want your recipes. All of oh, them for yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving. S-
0: send the Thanksgiving recipes because I'm already I'm always interested in new ways to cook things.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, what uh, year I made <laughs> one year I made seafood stuffing because I was like, ooh, this whoa. will be something different. And I was like, ooh, like really feeling like Cajun vibe, yeah. and I was like, mm, uh-huh. "This is gonna be so yummy. And literally, no one would try it. <laughs> no, no, not at Single person tried it, and I was like, "This shit is delicious." And you guys are all assholes with no taste.
0: Oh my god, that sucks. Do you think it was the name? Do you think it, it was like
1: literally because no one wanted to try the thing that was different? Like it was Thanksgiving, and everyone yeah. was so fucking gung ho on the things that they're already excited about to yeah. eat for Thanksgiving that they were like, "No." There's no room for exceptions. It's the things that I like and not a fucking other thing else. Um, and I learned that lesson that day. Oh. And now man. I just make yams. I <laughs> make fucking Taylor Jack Daniels infused yams. But like, I mean, whatever.
0: Oh my god. Relegated to yams, because nobody likes to take a chance. <laughs> that's just, just a
1: try it. That's so a load things. of
0: hockey. I, uh, stuffing is, it's tough though. It's, I remember, but you know, back in the day I, I was like going to the same place every Thanksgiving and one year they put me in charge of stuffing. And that was like the, the first year that I truly felt like an adult. Cause I was like, oh my God, I can't mess this up. Like before it was like, make those cute appetizers that you make sometimes, Sean. And I was like, fine, stuffed mushrooms or like dates with goat cheese in the middle wrapped in bacon. And it was like, okay, cool, whatever. But then they were like, you're in charge of stuffing. And I was like, the heat is on.
1: Amazing. Do you have like a signature thing that you make that it's like, this is the fucking meal that I bring to parties. Like, this is it.
0: Traditionally, it was that appetizer. It was the bacon wrap date. Everybody went nuts for the bacon wrap dates the first time I did it. So like, Mm -hmm. it was like, you have to continually make those dates. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, there was a date obsession that was going on and it was always the same exact thing. Uh, Date, goat cheese, you stuff an almond down into it. And uh-huh. then you wrap it in bacon and cook it up. That's pretty fantastic. They, yeah.
2: That sounds Perfect. like it. That sounds divine. <laughs> yeah.
0: And there's a voice. We have a fantastic special guest today, ladies and gentlemen. Actor, uh, comedian, uh, musician, industry, multi-hyphenate, Mr. Connor Bosworth. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, Thanks for thank being you. on. Yes. Thank you for being on um what's connor what is what's your favorite thanksgiving uh
2: i have always been at least recently have been relegated to i make bomb mac and cheeses Ah. and it's it's gotten to the point that i've actually been gaslit bullied (laughs) and begged on different occasions to have my mac and cheese be brought to events wow
1: amazing wow um Um, i have had a similar situation (laughs) oh
2: it's like it's it's a blessing and a curse uh because like um I remember it was for a event at AOA and I get a text message from uh, a friend of the show Jen O'Brien
0: uh yeah and,
2: uh, she was like hey I want you to make that mac and cheese that you made uh, last year and it was and I'm like, yeah, no, absolutely, let's do this. Uh, and it didn't occur to me until after I had already started making it that I had no reason to uh, bring food last year because I didn't have to. I was a, a freshman and a uh, and a guest. And uh, so no, she straight up just said, no, nah, you got you got to make this uh, mac and cheese for for whatever the potluck is. Like.
0: Yo, you are talking about the like it's it's right before winter break um uh the the genesis Genesis project genesis projects have just happened so the the year two students have just had uh seven days to completely produce write and film a like short like seven minute or less film uh and we um do a potluck to air these but really it's just it was always just a cause to get people to cook for us (laughs) bring us food we taught you how to act. Now bring us food.
2: <laughs> <laughs> At least a fair trade. So amazing. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a pretty fair trade. Not, it's not bad. Uh, Kristen, what was your similar situation that people gaslit, bribe, or beg you to uh, make?
1: Um. Okay. So. <laughs> I had this thing I called it magic because I didn't know what to call it and like oh, wow. I polled my friends at the time who were all in high school and they were like this is either like this is this is magic like we're just gonna yeah. call it magic because this is fucking incredible um okay. and I was like okay cool and so like from then on that friend group like anytime it was one of their birthdays it was like please do not arrive to my party unless you are bringing magic with you. And I was like, what?
2: Wow.
0: Like,
1: oh, it was so silly. Um, what, but they just, like,
0: mean, so what is in magic. magic? Yeah, what's magic? What is, what um, is magic? Okay,
1: so it's like um, uh, I use uh, Crispix because it's rice on one side and like, um, like corn on the other side. Yeah. So it like helps to keep it crunchier. Um, Uh as personal preference, I like mine a little bit more crunchy. Um, but basically what you do is you stir a bunch of, uh, syrup in with a fuck ton of butter and then a whole (laughs) bunch of sugar and then you add cinnamon and then you toss it all together and like you can add that cereal and some people add nuts and some people will even add like, um, like, uh, pretzel sticks for that sweet savoury. It's really Mm. amazing. Um, and then you toss it all in the oven and fucking bake it and then when it comes out it is um like uh like hardened and caramelized
2: and mm-hmm. uh,
1: it is just a fucking delight after it cools down and it like actually hardens to its final stage then it's like this like crunchy sweet candy thing and uh yeah
0: that's how I, I seriously like think that
1: I was... Genuinely invited to parties just to bring (sighs) that. I was super cool, guys. Did anybody?
0: (laughs) Did anybody ever make you make magic on your birthday for your party? Because that's Um, that's where you got to draw the line.
1: Yeah. No, but I have had um, people like my family members demand that I make it for um, like an event. They're like, you have to make this for this, and I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, that happened to me. That happened Everyone to me. Everyone in the
1: family has the recipe. Everyone right. knows you all how, know to how to make do this, this. People. But like, no one. They're all like, yours is just yours just tastes better, and I was like, I don't understand.
2: Because <laughs> you I, put love in your magic. Yep.
1: Oh, there you go. Yep. Thank you.
0: Um. This situation happened to me when I had my first home economics class, I was all of a sudden in home ec. And I was like, this is really cool. Like I, I I was, I was genuinely jazzed about it because I was like, these are be, you know, I don't understand how I continue to use math. I'm bad at it, but the skills I was learning in home ec, I was like, I can actually, you're teaching me how to cook, how to mend things like this is appropriate for me to know. Um, And I got a recipe for apple crisp and made it in home ec class and brought some home. And then all of a sudden it became a thing that the family kept asking a child to do for every, <laughs> every family thing. And my grandmother on my, on my mother's side, my, my little Italian Nana was so good at baking, but she still was like, I get the, you know what? I can take, I can take the night off because we'll ask little 11-year-old Sean to make his apple crisp. <laughs> Let's jump into a little section we like to call a Parada Review. Kristen, what are we jamming on?
1: All right. So our product review this week, and I've already got it open, so right now I've got to resist the urge to tilt my wrist and completely dump the content all over myself. (laughs) Um, But it is called a cannabis-infused beverage. It is the Quick Ease. Um, We have reviewed these products before, but I've never done the Sativa before. And this is a Strawberry Haze. It's 100 milligrams of THC. Um, and it says uh, it should be served uh, cold, but mine is a little lukewarm now. Oh. So let's hey. see how this clusterfuck goes. <laughs> Bottoms up!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, the thing, Connor, that I approve. Oh <laughs> oh 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 no, she doesn't oh, like yeah. it. it cold. That's not a good face. It should have been cold. It
1: should serve it cold. Should have been
0: cold. <laughs> should have been cold uh the thing that i love and appreciate about Kristen is i like i might take a 100 milligram quickies and like pour it into something else flavored and like make little cocktails uh and Kristen takes it like uh it's a five-hour energy shot and i think that that is so dope we're
1: in
0: a pandemic i'm doing fucking fine oh man No, man. Well, you know, I I think that edibles have, uh, you know, it's tolerance, but it's also metabolism. Because I often find that I take edibles and I'm like, it's not even kicking in. And then I, like, make something to eat and and eat it. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I just had to get my metabolism going.
2: (laughs) I had to turn it on. Now I'm too high. I remember there was one time I was saving an edible for... um, Uh, saving it for a rainy day and it was a 500 milligram uh rice crispy bar and uh then a pandemic happened and i was just like yeah screw it it's not like i'm going to work so i ate the entire thing and i kind of just went on a roller coaster of being high and being sober for that entire night yeah, uh, and at one point I'm sitting on my couch. I've just eaten, and I'm like, I'm sweating. I am yeah. just uh, very, very hot. And at that point, when you're high, your mind is going to jump to like possible worst case scenarios, depending on the type of high you're having. My immediate thought was, I'm sweating. God, do I have a fever? A fever is a symptom of oh, COVID. No. Oh God, no. What What is that? And then it was like, No, you're just really high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You didn't. Yep. You didn't catch it, buddy. You're just high. It's funny to think, like, how could I have gotten it when, like, you've been doing nothing but staying inside of your house, getting high? Yeah,
2: it's like, I was at home. I was getting high. I was watching movies. Like, there was no one I was interacting with except for my roommate's dog. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: Yep, 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 yep. Um, so, Kristen, quickies, strawberry haze, 100 milligram. Yes. Get it chilled. Otherwise, otherwise ah. what are we thinking?
1: So it has, uh, <laughs> it has water, honey, lemon juice, mm-hmm. uh, strawberry puree, and ginger oh. root.
0: Whoa! It's and fantastic. orange oh.
1: extracts. Okay. Which I should have walked into this knowing that I would hate it. I don't like half of those fucking things. Um, I like strawberry, and then the rest of it I did not sign up for. That's why when I said I would like the strawberry haze, I thought it would taste like strawberry. I was lied (laughs) to, but it's okay. Um, (laughs) It was just not the flavor I was expecting. Not a super terrible flavor, but because I was not expecting it to be more citrusy than mm-hmm. strawberry y, yeah, I'm using it. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> um, like, it's just weird. Um, and then it took me a second to get used to it. And then once I was used to it, I was like, okay, this isn't terrible. This isn't just, this is just not what I wanted. Right.
0: <laughs> Right. But
1: um, yeah, as always, uh, I started the counter and uh, let's see how fucked up I get by the end of this episode. It's going to be awesome.
0: <laughs> Woo! <There you> go. <laughs> Woo! Uh, <laughs> uh, that being said, let's take a quick break. Uh, we're here. It's the way highway. You're listening to Adobe Radio. We're gonna come right back after this commercial break. We got Kristen. We got Sean. We got Connor. Don't move a muscle. Yeah. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the way highway here on Adobe Radio. I'm Sean. I'm Kristen, and our
1: special guest this week is Connor mosworth Woo!
0: Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. So Connor, what are, what are you up to? What are you working on? What are you thinking about?
2: I'm working on a script with my brother right now that uh, we're um, getting really excited about and we're yeah. wanting to set up like a, uh, it's an Ocean's Eleven style heist uh, yes. that takes place in a fraternity.
0: Ah.
2: So we can, uh, so the, tentative title right now we're going with is like brother in need uh-huh. and it's uh, a fraternity that needs to get a whole lot of uh money really really quickly so they all decide to pull a heist wow. and we're since both me and my brother uh were both in fraternities uh we're thinking about like all the fun uh like stereotypes we can kind of play into uh-huh. uh how like you're gonna have one fraternity brother who never goes to class, but is gonna be like quintessential to the heist. Mm -hmm. You have another brother who works in shop and is really good at building all the stuff or really good with cars. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you've got your um, business and your uh, sales, uh, like sales majors. Yeah. Silicon Valley, your Silicon Valley
0: frat brother. Yeah. The
2: Silicon Valley frat brother, uh, and like they'd be like the Brad Pitt role or the George Clooney yeah. role, like they're the the smooth talkers that uh, help get him into different places. And then you have like that one fraternity brother who happens to be in theater, and he's just oh. like, "Oh, I've been preparing for this for my entire life. <laughs> this will yeah. be my greatest role."
1: <laughs> Amazing!
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. You were in a fraternity.
2: I was yes. Um, for my uh, two years, uh, my last two years in college, I was a member of uh, Alpha Tau Omega. So
0: at Emerson, I feel like there were fraternities, but I didn't really. It didn't seem like a lot of people were talking about them or paying attention to them. And then there were the comedy troops, and I feel like the comedy troops were my fraternity experience. Uh, oh, absolutely right right yeah. because those are the people i hung out with the most like and then we would have comedy troupe mixers that would turn into like big ass parties it was kind of like that i i don't know but i guess that's the um that is the kind of like stereotypical look at fraternity what is fraternity it's a party tell me more mm-hmm. about a fraternity
2: uh it well I was not super involved because I mean I was doing theater a lot, so I didn't get to go to a whole lot of the um whole lot of the parties just because it's like, well, oh, I have rehearsal, which is always a great uh reason to say. Except for uh there was one party I got to go to and it was uh, it was called the Fratellina wine mixer. And uh <laughs> it is it's a party where you just get a metric fuck ton of franzia. Oh uh, wow. <laughs> and you're just drinking box wine uh over the course of the night. And uh there was always one pledge who would have to be known as Bag bitch. Oh. And uh <laughs> he his sole purpose was to go around the party with a uh like you take the bag out of the box. And you would have to slap the bag uh, as I'm sure we have all done. But for those that don't know, you slapping the bag is, um, we did it respectfully. So we take a knee and then you slap the bag to start and they just flip the switch on the, on the bag or they press the button and you drink until you slap the bag again. Ah, right. okay, yeah, uh, and like so the the bag bitch is going around to all the other brothers and then um my fraternity dad uh managed to just say i right, know no, you got to hit bosworth you got got to make sure that bosworth takes a drink and it's like okay the my god is the god of theater and wine this is not fair to you guys <laughs> so i i take the knee i slap the bag and I, I'm uh, drinking a fair amount, and it gets to the point that the bag bitch slaps the bag for me because he just goes, "Yeah, no, this this isn't fun anymore. This, uh-huh. Like, you you've been training.
0: I don't want to stand here anymore."
2: <laughs> oh, no. the other guys were quick. What is this?
0: <sighs> oh no, college, college, college. I I I was a victim of um. Funneling and luging. Luging is like you get, so this was actually, it wasn't at Emerson. Um, My friends back home who would live like around the North shore of Massachusetts, I think they were literally in Gloucester, Massachusetts at the time, would get a big block of ice that they would um, drill uh, or carve paths into. So it's usually okay. one that's relatively straight and one that's kind of like curvy. Ah, uh, so two And you do the Gugoro curvy one. for the flex. Yeah. The, you know, curvy for the flex or curvy when you don't want it to come at you so quickly because usually <laughs> with the luge, you're pouring like hard liquor into it. So, like Fair shots or more of hard liquor into that <laughs> yeah. luge that comes down the ice and then goes down so smooth because it's ice cold.
2: I was about to say, it's like that's that sounds like a perfect way to take that shot. That's
0: a chilled yep. shot right there. Yep. That is a chilled shot right there. Um, the funneling. I I mean looking back at it, I was like, why did I need to drink a beer so quickly? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that I needed uh, right? I needed a funnel and a hose. Um I oh man, I watched uh we like there would always be randos that would end up showing up to our parties. So one time these like three off the boat irish dudes and like they must have just wandered in we lived on calm ave in the basement of a building you couldn't see or hear the party from the street they must have gone like gone in maybe go around back how do we get there came down the elevator to the basement and then all of a sudden there were these just three irish dudes at this party and they were watching (laughs) us funnel beer and they were like oh cool we want to try that but they had brought wine and I watched a dude pour an entire bottle of Merlot into the funnel and then funnel it. And I was like, Oh no. Oh my God. You just funneled an entire bottle of room temperature Merlot. You psychopath. (laughs)
1: That's so much.
0: It's way too much.
1: Like I would at least think it would be like pores. Like, you have a good friend and you right. just hand, and then they do like a couple of like short little guys, but no, that's just.
2: that. That's just, I want to get drunk very, yeah. very quickly, but I'm going, I'm going to do it with class. Yeah,
0: yeah, I guess, <laughs> yeah, 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 yep, yep. I, uh, dude, this is, uh, this is one of my most uh, prized and favorite stories of all times. Um, where I lived, I was living in a condo in Dorchester. And uh, there were, uh, it was like two bedrooms that two people shared each room. And I think that like there were couples living there at all times. I'd lived there with my girlfriend in college for a long time in one of the bedrooms, but the other couple was leaving. So they went to sublet and they ended up subletting it to three Irish dudes right off the boat. (laughs) And so we lived with these crazy these three crazy Irish guys for like a portion of this one summer and one time um I came back home from work and one of the Irish dudes was frantic and he's like looking around and I'm like what's up man he's like have you seen Alicia Keys and I'm like Alicia Keys and he's like yeah have you seen Alicia Keys and I'm like like in person or in concert? Like no, around the apartment. And I'm like, you mean like a CD or like he's like, no, a leash of keys. And I'm like, dude, I have no idea what I'm talking about. And he's like, look. And then he went and got a lanyard that like he was looking for a leash of <laughs> keys.
2: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was that um oh my god, then there was another time. Oh fuck, this is this was uh this was not fun, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> I, this was the time of blockbuster video and you'd get your blockbuster video card, but it would be like cards for the family, right? So there would be one account and everyone would have a card. So the card was literally under my father's name and I had the card and I went with my girlfriend at the time and we went and we rented great expectations, the Ethan Hawk vehicle great expectations um and so we watched great expectations and then we went to bed and then in the morning i went up and i took out great expectations and i put it back in the thing and i went and i returned it to blockbuster video (laughs) and what i didn't know is that the irish dudes had come home very excited that in america you could buy pornography on a VHS tape and watch it. It was a new development for them. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jelly Finn, not Pip. It was Finn. No, that's what they changed. They changed the name from Pip to Finn. Is that what we're talking about? Crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Great expectations. Irish dudes, pornography, couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I had taken out of the the VCR was not, in fact, great expectations, but was the pornography that they uh, had purchased. And I brought that back to Blockbuster Video. So Blockbuster Video called my dad and we're like, hey, (laughs) you returned some hardcore pornography instead of Great Expectations. So he called me furious because for some reason he was like super embarrassed because I don't know, like (laughs) we thought like Blockbuster Video was going to be like, what the hell? Or maybe like it would tarnish his reputation that they thought, Uh, He was...
1: (laughs) The blockbuster will tell the community!
0: (laughs) Local man shamed for watching pornography! Um, (laughs) But I had to go give back actual great expectations, and when I got there and took the VHS of the porn, I was... The title of the pornography, I was just like, wow, guys, really? (laughs)
2: See, and I just wanted them to have, for some reason, the porn parody of Great Expectations. I, I wish,
0: like, I wish it was just Great Expectations with some sort of like, you know, Great Fuck Expectations or something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but no, um, what what I had to go pick up was was actually <laughs> Ass Whores Volume Seventy Eight. <laughs> oh, so I was like, did they, they, did they tell my dad that? Did oh, they no. tell my dad what the name of them? Was that why he was so mad? He was like, uh. the fuck is he? What is going on? Why are there so many volumes of this? How did you get to 74? Why do you need 74 of them? Uh. Uh. When
2: I was in uh, college, we had a family video uh, right near us. And our family video uh, has a back room where you could rent uh pornography mm-hmm. and uh because me and my friends were the people that we are we would go to the back we wouldn't buy these videos but we there was always a couple of people back there but because it, you're buying porn like everyone's like kind of looking over their <laughs> shoulders just, like like i don't want to be seen that i'm here we all know i'm here but i don't want to like it to be known uh we would adopt just snooty British accents and then we'd critique uh porn titles. We'd, oh. and we and it'd be it would be like uh come gutters seven. <laughs> I thought they lost the plot in the last one. I don't know why they made a sequel and just build off from there. And at one point, we were actually asked to leave because one of the uh, we were deterring guests from coming in to the porn section because we were just ripping apart these porn titles.
0: You're making it <laughs> uncomfortable for these perverts to get their uh-huh. kink on. Get out of here. <laughs>
2: Like, go get your porn on the internet if you're going to have to curate it.
0: Well, you know, thank goodness for the internet that we can just, you know, be kind of kinky in the privacy of our own homes. Because thinking about that, I mean, how uncomfortable would it be if you wandered into that back room and did run into somebody you knew? Like, what if you just go back there and you're like, oh no, my history teacher.
1: (laughs) Well, that's why there's so much... um, Forest porn, as I've been told, right?
0: Forest, forest porn?
1: Yeah, like people will just like walk out into the forest and find like a fuck ton of porn.
0: Oh. Oh, like wow. So like people okay. just
1: hide their stashes in the forest. <laughs> and so like teenagers would like walk around in forested areas and find like titty mags. And they'd be <laughs> like, what's happening? And it'd be like, oh, Someone stashed a box of porno in this tree, and the box is now opened and eroded, and now there's just porn magazines flopping all over.
0: Oh my
2: god! I saw Goody Proctor with the Playboy.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Before, when like when you were like in the forest, I was like to to film the porn to watch it. What are we doing in the forest? But. It's even funnier that, like, you'd go out with your stash and bury it like you're some sort of animal, which you are.
2: At that point, yeah, because, like, you also have to find a way to hide, get your stash out of your house and, like, somehow sneak it into the forest. This already is sounding like far more work than it's worth. Just put yeah. it in your closet under socks. I like cool. Well, then you got
0: to think about the return too, because here's the thing about the forest: it all looks the same. So, do you have to draw yourself a map?
2: And this is before you could drop like uh, remember this location in your phone. So you would have to like just you'd have to be a great tracker.
0: Yeah,
1: that's uh, why I compared it to like pirates, because I was like, (laughs) yeah, you fucking draw like a treasure map to your booty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) booty. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh my god, that's good treasure map to booty um that's so funny because that's it's reminiscent of uh, the story of 420 that i've done a deep dive into before on this show which were uh high school students that have they were working off of a map and they were going out into the woods to try to find um a field of marijuana like this secret marijuana stash Mm -hmm. that uh, had apparently been planted by Navy uh, people in the Navy at some point. Um, So it was like this legendary weed stash that they were trying to find. And the 420 came from that they would always meet at the same statue by the school after school ended at 420 p.m. and then travel in, in... into the woods like it's kind of like goonies but with weed
2: a little bit yeah it's like instead of one-eyed willy it's yeah. you know we're just like i think there's a marijuana stash somewhere out here
0: yeah I've heard we don't now. need to save the town we just need to get high to forget our troubles <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's such a fun concept
0: Yeah. yeah yeah yep yeah. You heard it here first. No, you didn't. It's very easily accessible. <laughs> just go online and search the true origin story of 420 because people think it's a lot of different things. The, the one uh, common misnomer is that it's the uh, police code for like a marijuana infraction. Not mm-hmm. true at all. Okay. <laughs> that is not true. That's not, that's not a thing.
2: I had a thought, (laughs) man. Yeah, I was like,
0: you're about to say something. uh,
2: So how did, so is 420, like the date, does that have any uh, like bearing on the, when they found it or did they ever find it?
0: No, they never found it. They never found it. It was just a, a, like a legend that they were looking for that they never found. Uh, And the date came out of the time.
2: Out of the time. Okay.
0: So so it all started with 4:20 p.m. That then went to the 20th of April.
2: Mm-hmm. And the world a better place.
0: Yeah, and there it is. <laughs> and we all learned something today. Uh, and we're gonna learn more because we got to take one more break. But when we come back, we jammed on a little bit of uh, Thanksgiving earlier. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some. Weird Thanksgiving traditions that some of them I didn't even know about. I can't wait to share them with you. Uh, and uh, we've got—I'm Sean. We got Kristen here. We got Connor here. You're listening to the Way Highway. This is Adobe Radio, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Way Highway here on Adobe Radio. I'm Sean. I'm Kristen, and our
1: special guest this week is Connor.
0: So let's talk Thanksgiving and let's talk some weird Thanksgiving traditions. Some of them we're going to know about, but I'm going to be able to tell you where they come from. Um, we've, I'm working off of a couple of different uh, articles here. One's on Thrillist. One is on Ranker. Thank you for doing the work for me. Um, the first tradition I want to talk about uh, is pardoning the turkey. Y'all know what I'm talking about? We, when we
2: pardon the turkey. Yeah, when the president uh, oh, yeah. gives a pardon and then the other turkey uh, becomes the meal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, like, pardons a turkey so we could eat all the other turkeys?
1: Uh-huh. I've, I've met the pardoned turkey.
0: You've several met the times. Wow. Wait, so, like.
1: So the... after the turkey is pardoned, it is sent to go live in the happiest place on earth
0: Disneyland.
1: So... <laughs> yep, you're fucking right. <laughs> it is. Oh, so the turkey oh goes and lives live in Disneyland. Wow, um, and they have it on display for like the entire like month and then after that they retire it back to a farm where it just gets to live out its life.
0: Wow. And that turkey probably definitely knows right? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. turkey is probably 100% totally aware, aware of the honor.
1: <laughs> it was like, oh gosh, I feel like I'm going to be able to talk to my children about this because I'll be able to have children. And
0: it, you know, it is probably fine that like, cool, I got pardoned on the holiday where hundreds of millions of others of me got yeah. killed and eaten.
1: But it's like... Like what's more terrifying, like, like being the one that like got away and like tells the horror story, like this poor fucking traumatized turkey It's yeah. just like, don't go there.
0: <laughs> Stay away from November 25th. No, that's yeah. not, that's just this year. It's not the same date every year because it's just the second to last Thursday.
2: In November? As, I think it's the fourth Thursday
0: of the month. Whatever the fourth Thursday is, stay away from Thursdays. Uh, well, the this pardoning the turkey um, tradition uh, started in 1947 with the Truman administration. Um, They established this utterly useless tradition known as National Thanksgiving Turkey Presentation. That's what it was called. (laughs) National Thanksgiving Turkey Presentation. We're going to present to you a turkey and not kill it. Weird. Uh, So each year at Thanksgiving, the leader of the free world is required to drag some helpless turkey into a public space and offer the poor creature a presidential pardon. I I love how this is just dripping with sarcasm. Uh, It's basically a formal declaration to the turkey that says, we will not be eating you for dinner this year, my friend. Uh, And George H.W. Bush made the whole turkey pardon shtick a national tradition in 1988. So this, this pup took off. In the late 80s. Uh, Here's another one. Frozen turkey bowling. Anybody ever frozen turkey bowled?
2: What?
0: (laughs) You all look confused.
2: Yeah, because I'm thinking it can either be you just happen to go bowling on like a frozen lake or you have fashioned a bowling ball and pins out of bones of unpardoned (laughs) turkeys. (laughs) also like
1: there's so much like like is it salmonella is that what's (laughs) gonna be all over your fucking hands if you're touching raw like poultry it's not good why it's not good um you know sometimes we have ideas that we should just keep in our fucking drafts you know
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that tweet didn't need to see the light of day uh yep Yep.
0: um here let me let me (laughs) Let me give you a little illumination into this. Uh, frozen turkey bowling is exactly what it sounds like. In place of like balls it. and pins, fro- uh, folks roll frozen turkeys towards rows of bottled soft drinks. Invented in 1988. Ah. Uh, this
2: sounds like the stickiest tradition. Yeah. In 1988,
0: the pseudo sport is best played. Uh, it, oh, it, it was invented in 1988, and the pseudo sport is best played down the aisle of the frozen section at the local grocery store. What? It Fuck can, of course, take you. place elsewhere, as supermarket employees do not tend to enjoy this. Holy crap, no you guys! Kidding. What are we doing? It's such
1: a fucking asshole
0: thing to do! Oh, like, man. Oh! oh man! Why are
1: people so inconsistent?
0: i don't know like
1: stop it, being a fucking asshole everyone <laughs> well the thing
0: is it just kept getting worse because at first i'm like you're just doing this out in the street by your house with a turkey you're ruining a turkey are you buying two turkeys one to cook and one to bowl with and now i realize if you're just doing it in a grocery store you're probably the type of asshole that's just gonna leave it there
2: and get out yeah. of the store or like put it Run back
1: away he- he. yeah nah, life's right. the fucking worst
2: you're going to bowl a strike and for some reason all of the soda's going to explode. And you're like, Oh, well, this was fun. You want to go to Denny's and just like yeah. fuck right off.
1: Yeah.
0: You're just making people's life. Hell.
1: Yeah. Stop
0: <laughs> it. Uh, here's another crazy one. Again, this one is the Turkey toss. Now this um, uh, is a, uh, so if you thought you were supposed to flip turkeys like pizza dough, you've been led astray. But all the same, every year, there are people who congregate to test how far and high they can sling frozen turkeys. If you're thinking that sounds like a waste of turkey, you are correct. These sort of contests are particularly popular in Indianapolis, Indiana, where locals like to light their poultry on fire before competing. High risk, super low reward. (laughs) Kristen, your face says it
1: all. (laughs)
2: <laughs> this just sounds like a dumb game you'd have in a strongman competition. Why is this a thing?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, like some sort of weird, what is that? It's like a weird shot put, but with a turkey that might be on fire.
1: <laughs> oh, boy.
2: Yeah. oh, boy. Oh, we, boy. Well, although wow. I do think it's fitting that it takes place in uh, Indiana because... I'm not they're not even the same state. But uh, did you ever watch the uh, sitcom WKRP Cincinnati?
0: Oh, a little bit, yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Well, they have that.
2: They have that infamous episode, the Turkey Drop, where oh, one okay. of the news anchors is flying in a helicopter over uh, the town, and what his plan is to release just a bunch of turkeys. Over the um, over the city because he thinks it would just be this really wonderful uh, spectacle of uh, Thanksgiving oh, no. pride. Not god. knowing the turkeys, of course, can't fly, and so oh he, no, you have a, a cut to his like oh my god, oh they're dropping like wet bags of cement, oh, <laughs> so no. now you just have this turkey massacre happening in the streets of Cincinnati. Oh, and the episode no. just ends with him coming back to the radio station, and he's just looking disheveled. And he just goes, yeah. "As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly."
0: Huh. <laughs> oh no! Oh baby, Cincinnati, Indiana, the Midwest. You're a
2: Midwest, a Midwest. boy. Right? I am You're... a Midwest boy. So that <laughs> it, I firmly believe that at least two of these. Uh, traditions probably happen in kansas i'm a little ashamed now but they probably happen
0: Hey, yep (laughs) could could be um here's another one this one i i very strange i've never heard of this until now it's called the thanksgiving day smash the thanksgiving day smash and it sounds terrible for then what it actually is like it sounds like you're gonna break something but this is the thanksgiving day smash is uh it happens at the santa barbara zoo uh so they like to get the animals in on the whole giving thanks thing with the tradition they call the thanksgiving day smash where they invite locals to hit the zoo on thanksgiving day and simply watch the animals interact with pumpkins uh, we're not sure why this is fun, but apparently it is, and the ritual maintains year after year. So you're just watching animals that have pumpkins to, I guess, smash or play with. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say that just sounds wholesome. That sounds like a great time.
0: Sounds a little wholesome. That's it's uh, it's it's cute. i I heard a thing um that i I never thought of and i was like oh yeah where people are like recycle your pumpkins by taking them to the woods and throwing them into the woods instead of like just throwing them away because animals will come and eat them they will get some food it'll be good for them so i wonder if the animals smash the pumpkins
2: in order to
0: eat some pumpkin their own pumpkin pie yeah
2: pumpkin pie pumpkin seeds they've got snacks
0: Whoa, jelly! They're great for deworming! Oh, cool! So healthy! That's fun. (laughs) Sidebar, you ever watch a hippopotamus eat a whole
1: watermelon? Oh my god. Hippos are terrifying.
0: terrifying. (laughs) Hippos kill
1: so many people. (laughs) Like, I am not joking. Like, hippos kill a fucking insane amount of people because they are just like, their default setting is anger (laughs) so like if it's near them they have chosen they have chosen anger and rage and they're just gonna fuck you up like it's crazy they're huge
0: huge incredible big mouths powerful jaws sharp teeth you're dead also they're
1: fucking fast as shit
2: yeah they get out
1: of the water and they will chase you the fuck down you're uh, dead bro of
2: that. i thought are my hippos were like big and dangerous but i figured they just didn't move yeah. knowing they're fast is terrifying yeah
1: if a hippo wants you off the census yeah goodbye <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's funny because hippos i feel like are one of those animals that are portrayed in the media as like really cute like cartoon hippos are sweet yeah, and, cute and cuddly and
1: ballerinas the ballerinas kids. that wear t- tattoos
0: yes yep yep not so much be careful around hippos and the the eating of the watermelon will throw you off too because i gotta say when i watch a watermelon get thrown into a hippo's mouth and that thing gets smashed i swear i see a gleam of happiness in that hippo's eyes and it looks cute <laughs> it looks cute to me i would get killed yeah. I'm the one that's gonna get off the census from the hippo because I'm gonna be like, you're a sweetie, aren't you? And then I'm dead. Yeah. See, and terrible. you would
2: think that rhinos would be the ones that are more like wake up every day and choose yeah. violence because, mm-hmm. I mean, they've got the built-in weapon.
1: Yeah. yeah. So they're very, very, um, like, blind. They have a very hard time seeing. Mm. So they are just violent towards the nearest thing that moves. Towards them. Uh, and then they're like, I'll fuck you up. And if you don't like back down, then they'll proceed to do that. Um, but like, <laughs> yeah, I saw this. Cre- okay, so elephants are insanely fucking smart and I love them. I know this is a tangent, but yes, okay, there was good. a fucking elephant that was trying to deal with a rhino. Because this rhino was like, you're in my space. This elephant was like, nah, bro, we're cool. And then the rhino was like, no, we're not. Um, and so the elephant was like, okay, I know you're like nearsighted as fuck. So I'm going to pick up this <laughs> stick and I'm going to throw it over here. And so the rhino sees the stick land and looks over and goes, what the fuck is that? Oh, wait, is that someone else? I don't know. Okay, I got to go. Like, <laughs> And wow. just like pieces out because he doesn't know like, oh, is that a more danger thing? I should go and reevaluate this situation. Uh, and it's like the fucking genius elephant is like, yeah, Sid, we were cool, bro. Like,
0: <laughs> Elephants are the best. They're so smart. They're so smart. They're so smart. And they seem to like they're huge and kind of gentle and just kind of like do their own thing. Do elephants made for life? I feel like I elephants so. made for life.
1: I'm not
0: I'd sure. Assume... I would assume so. They look so happy. They they Um, look happy together. They look happy. Uh, Here's a strange old school one, like old school, like 19th century. Uh, So in the 19th century, there was a thing called Thanksgiving masking. Uh, And so masking was a Halloween-like tradition where adults and kids alike would dress up on Thanksgiving. Most people would wear masks, but others got a little more creative. Many young boys would cross-dress as their sisters, and some even went as far as dressing up like prominent political figures. These handmade costumes were a little scary to behold, and the tradition eventually devolved down to Ragamuffin Day. What were we ever doing? What <laughs> <laughs> the hell was <is> going on?
2: <laughs> the it, hell it was going up? on, you guys?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: When did this start?
0: The 19th century. So this was uh, a long ass time ago. <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah. 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 I I mean I I like the idea of making uh, Thanksgiving Halloween esque. It's uh you you get to you dress up instead of uh, trick or treating. It's you just go forth and say yeah Happy Thanksgiving I guess. It's you get you weird. get pecan pie uh, yeah. or uh, yams yeah. if you yeah. go to the door. Yeah bizarre bizarre
0: all right let's put on let's put on our masks and go around thanksgiving um so here's a one that we we all clearly know but we still need to understand that is it is bizarre black friday oh god black friday is
2: bizarre (laughs) black friday now starts on thanksgiving
0: well, Black Friday. Now that like it's it's can be cyber, ah, uh, I feel like there are places that are like places that you don't care about. Like ever since I was like, maybe I need a couch, and now I get 150 billion emails from Overstock.com. They've been <laughs> telling me about a Black Friday deal for the past four and a half months. Oh, um, but yeah, just that like actual Black Friday of everybody going to a going to a Best Buy <laughs> and killing each other to try to get a television
1: so it's bonkers. so
0: bizarre it's bonkers
1: have you guys ever worked one of them
0: I've never worked one but like I've tented, like I've I've actually went and bought a tv on Black Friday before but it was more recently so it, it wasn't quite the same. I feel like as it used to be when, when you just could not buy things online and had to go to a store, but no, I've never worked one.
2: I've worked Ooh, at yeah. bars next to, uh, stores doing big black Friday sales. So I've gotten mm. to be, I've gotten to be like distant from the madness, but I can only, uh, yeah, that terrifies me. Yeah.
1: Um, I worked in retail at two different stores that, did not do black friday they didn't do it um it was just not their thing because they could charge you full price and you'd fucking pay it because Mm -hmm. those companies were disney and sephora um (laughs) so uh (laughs) i cannot tell you how many times people fucking raged at me Wow! And I was just like, I'm sorry. There's literally nothing I can do. I cannot invent a sale that we do not have. I am not capable of doing that. I wish if I had the ability to do that, I'd I'd probably hook you up, you know? But like, I can't. Um, And then also I had one time to describe to someone um, (laughs) the definition of limited edition. Because this guy he was a, uh, a self-proclaimed multi-millionaire. And Great. he kept throwing it into my face that his daughter wanted this for, like particular makeup palette that was sold out because it was limited edition. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm sorry, sir. I can't make it unsold out. Like, it says that it has this many. And if you knew that she wanted it, and you knew that it came out several months ago, and that there was a limited quantity. Perhaps you should have, you know, come in earlier. Mm-hmm. To which he told me that uh, he was rich, and I was never ever going to amount to anything because um, he clearly did not understand how to ever hear the words "no" and or how to plan in advance in order to buy his daughter's love as that was the only <laughs> way he could ever hope to manage it man yeah Ugh,
0: eight life you grand.
1: know it's just so great it was mm-hmm. really fun because like it wasn't just him it was like him and his wife that were mm-hmm. awful and i right. was just like please leave
0: <laughs> you know what i, I can't they say would've... no
1: enough time. <laughs> It, I get it. No one will ever love me. Uh, Leave.
0: <laughs> I think you would have had a better time if they were not, in fact, a human couple, but instead were an elephant couple. Uh, Very true. Um, Connor, that this time just flew, and we are out of it. I can't believe how quickly this episode went by. We'll have to do it again. Thank you so much for being
2: here, dude. Thank you for having me. I had a blast.
0: Of course. Oh, Amazing. Awesome. And make sure you listen to The Way Highway each and every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Go to the place where you get your podcasts, download old episodes, leave us a rating, leave us a review.
1: We won't stop you. Kristen, get us out of here. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can follow Sean Cowig at Sean Cowick. You can follow me, Kristen Sanchez, at Siren16X, and you could also follow The Way Highway at The Way Highway, or send us an email at highway at and Connor, where can they follow you
2: on social media? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SnarkbyBoz, yeah. and you can uh, follow me on Instagram at Bozzy.com
1: Bozzy.com awesome. Thank you so much everyone for listening and thank you Nice Guy Digital and thank you Dr. God and thank you uh Gregory Jenkins and thank you Bernie and Jelly and uh thank you I be and thank you nice guy digital did I say that one twice? I love you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have a good one y'all. We'll catch you next week.